0: I'm a vibe, I'm a vibe, here we go, here we go. <laughs> hey Echo Online fam, welcome awesome. to Echo Sunday service. We out here, we love you. we wanna welcome you. <laughs> we are here <laughs> to make the most out of your online experience. So let us know how you're feeling today by commenting below. Share your fave gif, GIF however you say it, emoji, yes. whatever your thumbs desire. Double tap, swipe, swipe. Double tap. You do it. (laughs) A little rundown of what to expect today. We will start with our awesome echo band. Hey. hey. Hear a message from our pastor Andy Mm -hmm. and have a time of response all under 50 minutes. 50 minutes. Let's talk tables. These are Echo's small groups. They kicked off this last week, and they were a blast. Yes. It's not too late yes. to sign up. We have something for everyone. Activity-based, Activity. social-based, oh. biblical study. Oh? <laughs> They're available in person and via Zoom. Head to our website to join. Yes, absolutely. Did you know that Echo is committed to supporting our community? Mm-hmm. One way we do this is through our monthly giving to our local nonprofits. Yes. One nonprofit we work with is Next, Next Chapter, Chapter Ministries. Next Chapter's mission is to build lasting yes. relationships yes. with people who have been impacted by crime, yes. restoring them to God, family, and community yes. with the gospel of God. Absolutely. We are able to support this incredible organization because of your continued generosity. <laughs> if you are looking to give today, there are two ways, two ways you can do that. You can head to our website or text any amount to 84321. Say that. Mm-hmm. Thanks again for joining us. Enjoy Echo Sunday service. Hey, won't you
1: stand? Let's celebrate together this morning. It's awesome to be here
2: with you.
3: This
1: worship in this place this morning we press in this morning all across this room we start interceding for those that are here
3: With the one who has come It turned it for good. when We sing it out. You take what the enemy meant for evil. he turned it for good. You turned it for.
1: simply declare the victory that you have bestowed upon us, God. God, that you have won on the cross for us, Jesus. God, that there's no hindrance between you and I, us and you, Jesus, this morning. God, you simply call us to call on the authority that you have given us, so that's what we do in this place. God, we bring praise to your name this morning, God. God, we thank you for that authority to proclaim the name of Jesus over our situation in this place. God, we worship you through the battle, God. God, we don't forget about you in the midst of the battle, God. But we keep focused on the victory that you've won. God, thank you. God, thank you for your love.
2: What's up online community? We are so glad that you're joining us. Uh, We are starting a brand new series. It's called Celebrate Every Victory, no matter how small or big it might be.
4: Some of my favorite victories are the small ones, especially when people bring me mocha coffee, whether it's one or two times a day.
2: How does that make you feel?
4: makes me feel very energized.
2: Yeah, okay, but show (laughs) the world. How does this truly make you feel?
4: Well, this is normal Christy right here, sitting here with you, and in a chair. And then
2: someone hands Christy a drink, what happens internally?
4: <laughs> oh, sorry, I'll just keep running in circles. <laughs> One of my other favorite victory moments was last year when we were planting Echo Church. I was rolling around in a pretty cool SUV, but about 85 things were wrong with my car, and I was begging and pleading Andy for a minivan of all things. I finally surrendered, and our good friends, Gilly's Auto Sales, called me and said, Christy, we got the van for you, and they and blessed us with my sweet ride. That was a victory, and now... I can cruise around with eight people, sunroof, leather interior, mama still has style. (laughs)
2: Celebrate every victory. Celebrate every victory. Hey, but for real, how about a good one?
4: On a serious note, um, two years ago when Andy and I were on the journey of deciding that we were gonna plant Echo Church, obviously it's a huge decision and we were taking a lot of risks as a couple, as a family, and we had this crazy week where we really felt like God was calling us to do this and start this journey. And there was a point where we were on our computers. We were actually sitting on our floor in our living room. And we were at this point of signing up and registering to attend a conference for church planters down in Alabama. And I had looked at Andy and we were on the website and the cost was $15.99.
2: Okay, but I gotta tell you this, 15 hundred dollars for a man with no job it was a lot of money
4: and I'm like dude just sign up like it's time like we've had all these signs that we're supposed to do this like now it's a matter of us being obedient because you know women we're just like let's go let's make this happen I
2: couldn't do it I couldn't do it so I shut my computer
4: and he's like I don't know Christy I just you're gonna think I'm crazy but I really feel like God is gonna financially provide for us and there's gonna be another opportunity for him to show us that this is what he wants to do. If this is
2: what God wants us to do, then he's gonna pave the way.
4: So I shook my head, rolled my eyes. In the meantime, our mailman cruised on by. Well, Andy, you know, jobless. That was like his big win of the day was when the mail came. (laughs) Let's see what free mail we get. So he runs outside, comes back in, laughing, shaking his head and smirking. And he throws this envelope on my lap And in it was a random check for $1,500.
2: Come on, let's celebrate every victory, no matter if it is a mocha, coffee, a minivan, (laughs) or some money. Come on, can I hear some M's and an amen? Amen. Anyway, let's lean in to the message today and see what the Lord wants to say to you. So today I wanna lean into uh, Joshua chapter three. Last week, for those uh, that were here in the house, uh, you heard me talk a little bit about Joshua, but I felt like we weren't quite done here uh, yet. And so Joshua, the context is this, is Joshua one verse one, it says something like Moses, your servant, or my servant is dead. Joshua, you're in charge. It was kind of like a, a now what type of moment. It was, it was kind of a what the, like, whoa, what's going on here? Am I ready to do this? And, and in Joshua 3, we find, is, uh, we find God uh, beginning to uh, interact with Joshua as the new leader of the Israelites. And he says something like this. Early in the morning, Joshua and the Israels, or he told them to leave. He said, early in the morning, Joshua and all the Israelites set out from Shittim. So let that one hang for a second I mean let's just close in prayer I mean that's we're ready to go aren't we Some of you are like I don't know about Echo Church The Israel set out from Shittim which is it's true I'm not making that up and went to the Jordan and then they camped before crossing over it. See, they were leaving where, uh, the place that they were trying to survive and they were trying to go to the promise, the promise that God had given them years before. See, and then after that, what happens is God begins to give them instructions. And I think this is really, really important. He says, because you have not been here before, there are two things you're supposed to do. He said this, he said, number one, he said, follow the ark. And number two, stay close. The ark is a symbol, it's a representation of the presence of God. Because you have not been here before, stay close to the ark. Don't go too far. Follow wherever it might go. Stay near the presence. So when you're crossing the Jordan, which is going to be a big deal, you are to follow the ark and wherever it might lead. See, I believe in this transitional season where, where a lot of you, you decided to come here today, that you were brave enough. You, you, you looked in the mirror and you said, I can do this. I'm strong enough and we're, we're going to fight through this and we got to take a next step. I just, I just want to say thank you for doing that. I feel like Echo Church, that's the season that we are in currently is that God is calling us to take that next step. But if we're going to be successful, we've got to stay close to the ark. I think what's interesting uh, with this stay close to the ark, it was stay close to the ark, but don't get too close. And I think we as Christians, as followers of Christ, as people who believe what the Bible says, there is a needed reverence and a respect to who God is. That you can get close to God, but maybe not too close. And I'm not saying that physically. I'm not saying that, that, that there is a barrier between you and God. But I think that points to the respect that we are supposed to have this reverence in, in biblical terms. It's the fear of God. And, and that's the type of church that I want to be. In verse 8, it says, tell the priests who carry the Ark of the Covenant. So God is instructing uh, Joshua to do this. Tell the priests who carry the Ark of the Covenant, when you reach the edge of the waters, go and stand in the river. Go and stand in the river. So it says, follow the ark. And when they go to the edge of the water, the ark and the priests are to begin to enter into the water. Now let's see what happens. In verse 15, they actually did what God instructed, which which obviously is a good idea for us, right? Can I hear an amen? Oh yeah, I suppose. In verse 15, it says, when those carrying the ark had come to the Jordan, the priests carrying the ark had waited into the water. And then there was a very interesting thing it said for throughout harvest season, the Jordan overflows its banks. If you're familiar with the water flow in, in southern Minnesota, when it begins to rain, you know that, that the streams and the rivers begin to rise. And this is that season for them. It's not the normal dry season where crossing a simple creek is going to be easy. This was going to be a challenge. And and contextually, this is what Scripture is trying to show you. And so what happens when God instructs the priest to go wade into the water, he's saying, go wade into the floodwaters. Go wade into the waters that are actually pretty dangerous, that are not safe, that you might be fearful to step into. And that's exactly what they did. And my question to you is this, is how willing are you to wade in the water? I mean, really, how willing are we willing to wade? And no, that's not... That's not a person's name. That's going into the water. How like Who's wade? Uh, How willing are we to wade in the water? How far are we willing to go? And the reason why I'm asking you is this. I believe for many of us, if we quit too early, we will miss the miracle by a moment. And that's why I am pumped up to be in the house and and knowing that a lot of you today to step into echo physically, it's your acknowledgement saying, I am going to wade in the water. I'm going to step near God. I'm gonna stay near to him. I'm gonna stay close. I am gonna follow the presence of God and what he instructs me. Verse 16, it says, the water upstream after they they waded in the water stood up and piled up like an embankment for, for a great distance at Adam." The, and it was the city next to Zarathon, uh, Thank you. I practiced that like 20 times last night. Screwed that up big time. The city next to Zerathen, which means their distress. See, I believe God can do his biggest miracles in a moment where we are distressed. When anxiety is surrounding us. When fear is instilled within us, I believe that's when God's best miracles can happen. Verse 17, it says, The priest carrying the ark for the covenant of the Lord stood fast on dry ground in the middle of the Jordan, while all of Israel crossed on the dry ground until the entire nation had finished crossing the Jordan. See, I believe when we're passing by our distress that we need to remember and stand in God's promises, understanding that God is strong enough. But I also believe that when we're going through the Jordan, this is not time to go fishing. This is not time to to begin to wish. I believe this is a time that our focus is demanded. And guess what? It's time to move And I think that's where the holy fear comes in is let's follow God, but let's not become so complacent that we just stay in the water. God is desiring for us to push through to get to the other side. And what did they do? They got to the other side and Joshua 4, 4, man, Joshua called together 12 men That he appointed from Israel from one, uh, from each of the tribes. And he said, Go over before the ark of the Lord your God in the middle of the Jordan, and each of you are to take a stone near the ark, put it on your shoulder, which means it's big, okay, according to the number of tribes of Israelites. And then, verse six, it says this this is what the stones are gonna do. It's gonna serve as a sign among you in the future when your children ask you, What do these stones mean? Verse seven, tell them that the flow of Jordan was cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. And when it, when it crossed the Jordan, the waters of the Jordans were cut off. Then stones are to be a memorial for the people of Israel forever. See, I believe if we're gonna celebrate every victory, then we just gotta start remembering the victories we've had. And I don't know about you, but a super easy, practical step in your faith is this: start writing down the victories that God has done in your life. And I'm not talking about just the big ones. I'm not talking about the the big overcoming moments. I'm talking about those small moments when you get in your car with your eldest daughter and you pray on the way to church because you haven't met together for six months. I mean, I want to celebrate a victory that, that downstairs we've got a room full, uh, socially distant kids with masks on that are hearing about the love and admiration of Jesus Christ. So they, what they did is they came out of the Jordan and they set the stones up. And what I want to do is just really quick. I want to tell you 10 stones that I think we should celebrate with, at, as a church uh, and that we should remember what God has done because I don't think there's been anything that God has done that's insignificant in the story of Echo and for the reason you're here today. The first one. Let me just go really think. Launch day. I don't know if you, who, how many of you were at launch day. Launch day was absolutely amazing. And and the re- thing I wrote down here is the response. And and and, I, and I, it was evident when I came around the corner and and Willow Creek was full and uh, the auditorium seating. Man, I just I realized that there is a need that's present in Rochester and that God is in the business of meeting those needs. And it was one of those bigger than us type of moments. It will be a moment that I will remember forever. I remember the second stone of Echo that, I, that I, this last year is, is making traditions. The holiday season was one of the funnest seasons that I've ever gone through within a church world. And, and what did we do? We did we did Build-A-Bag, Be the Church Sunday. We invited the prams to come and give us a Christmas concert. We had Echo or Christmas at, or Echo at Christmas? Christmas at Echo. Uh, and it was awesome. I remember that really well. I don't remember the name though. And how about this Sweatpants Sunday, y'all? Come on. Which I'm kind of disappointed that not all of you are wearing sweatpants today. So uh, feel free to do that next week. But, um... Sweatpants Sunday, man, what? It was some awesome traditions, some meaningful moments. Uh, super, super, superhero Sunday was one of those Sunday stones, man, where Tim Bacon Blade, man, he, he fried up and, and grilled up, what, anywhere between 40 and 100 pounds of bacon. Come on, man, can we indulge or what? But I will never forget the smell of Echo Church that day. That was a stone that I will remember. How about this online over the weekend? Sanitation Sunday, March 8th, we met. And I remember it was odd. We were doing our team huddle and it, like, we like, had to do our feet in the middle. And it was like, what is going on? And that very next Thursday, we made the call that we had to go online and cancel church and meeting in person. And I remember we, I look at the band and I said, I know you're here to practice tonight, but we're recording you. <laughs> recording one, two. And I'm so thankful. Aren't you guys thankful for a band and a tech uh, gurus that are behind the scenes that gave us an amazing experience in the last six months? And then the other thing I just wanna celebrate, this is celebrating every victory, man, our kids' ministry. Isn't it great to know that that our kids are in a great, great hands? That Sam and the kids' ministry and her team are doing such a phenomenal job discipling our children. That's a stone that I'm gonna remember for a long time. How about this, a Good Friday Zoom service? Some of you are like, yeah, I want to forget that. (laughs) But you know what was awesome is we were separated, but we were together that day. And that was a moment I will never forget. I remember Cordy and Dexter playing guitar, uh, you know, digitized from the other side. And, and we we're listening, we we're worshiping God and breaking bread and doing communion. It was a moment that I will never forget. How about hear, how about hear me roar? That was an amazing stone. I would have loved to have done that in-house, but God used it to share your stories to the world. And we got to celebrate with those who were sharing their story and what God is doing in their life. And I can't wait for more of those moments. How about this? A couple, uh, about a month ago, we went to the Rogers house and we did baptism in the scumbro. I mean, the zumbro. And man, as people were dipped in the water, they weren't made clean physically, but spiritually they were, they were renewed from the inside out. Can I hear an amen? Come on. How about this? The generous initiative. You guys and your giving and your faithfulness, man, with the tithe and offering and the church. And you guys stepped in when we all stepped out of church. Man, we were able to, in this season, give a thousand pizzas to our teachers. That was amazing. We did Echo Joy where we tried to deliver little care packages to the little kids and say, hey, you know what? You might miss your friends. You might be lonely, but we see you. About 12,000 pounds of meat and cheese to the public, to the Rochester community. Not only is that a ble- blessing, that's called you better get some Tums. Can I hear an amen? But we did this because you were faithful. We were able to step up as we stepped out because we're a church that's here to stay. I want to be a church that that we, if we were to ever leave or ever leave Rochester, we would be noticed because there's not another church that's making a difference as much as we are in this city. And Echo Church, you've been able to do that. I looked back to a service back in January. We called Vision Sunday. This is another stone. And someone had to remind me what was going on um, mid online service. I forgot about some of these things that I had presented some ideas and I presented some vision. And again, I just wanna be really frank with you. I wanna be really honest. I mean, I pray, I seek God, and I hope to hear God. And sometimes I do. And then there's some times I just have to use my intuition and understand that God can use that as well. And on Vision Sunday, we presented some ideas. I threw out the idea. I said, hey, in this next year, if we all get involved... Maybe one day soon, we'll begin to be able to record our own music and put it online and share to the world how amazing our band was. And someone had to remind me about three weeks in, that's exactly what we were doing. I didn't ask to do it that way. None of us did. But boy, what a blessing. We presented this, that if everybody were to join in and jump in and get involved with Echo, that hopefully by the end of the year, we'd be able to rent a 6,000 square foot place that we could call an operational center where Echo High could meet, or the kids could have some extra discipleship, or we'd be able to film or do some extracurricular small groups or table communities. And guess where we're sitting here today, right now, we are sitting at the castle because God understood the vision. I didn't... (laughs) <laughs> let's not forget to celebrate those victories God is doing something here see I presented this idea and this sermon this message that as David came to the, the battle I made this one point be careful if you go observe a battle because if you observe it you might just end up in it and here we are I don't think any of us would deny that we're living in a battle. And probably for the first time ever in most of our lives, the spiritual has combined with the physical and we can feel it and we can sense it. So here we are. What a moment. We celebrate the victories. We can't take back time. We can't turn a different way. But what we can do today, church, is this: is follow the ark. We can stay close to the presence of God. We can wade into the water and say, Lord, no matter where you call us, we we will go. On Vision Sunday, I said, we're here to stay. We're here to fight. We're here for this city. I said this, and I'm gonna say this again. Echo is full of creatives, full of creators and investors and innovators. And this church has never been built on Christy and I. It's been built on you. We are people strong, and if we stay strong and we stay united, we don't, we don't nitpick on, on the small things, on masks or no masks, or I don't like the temps. I, I, I don't want a temp check. I, I don't want to clean my hands after I go to the bathroom. Okay, anybody complain about that? Because if you are, just leave. I'm kind of joking. Let us stay united. But the main thing I said this, and I think this is the most profound statement, in that message, I said, this is we are not able. God is able. And at the end of this story in Joshua, as they cross over Jordan, as they set up the stones, God reminds the Israelites. And he said this, he said, when you set these stones up from this, all people of the earth will know, will know that God is strong. So today I'm just asking, would you define your stones? Will you begin to write your victories down? Would you text yourself one victory today? The second is this. Would you put your feet into the water? See, I believe it's time to move from Shittim. I'm going. I don't want anything to do with that anymore. I washed my hands. It's time to move forward. And I'm just asking, will you follow us? Will you continue to move forward to where God wants us to be? And then lastly, would you give yourself to God? Joshua 3, 5, it said, before you go into, into the river, it says this, Joshua told the people, consecrate yourself for tomorrow. The Lord will do amazing things among you. Today, Jesus, I declare that over at Echo Church. As we wade into the waters, we step into our Jordan, as we step into the places that you want us to go, God, I just ask that you would do your work. Jesus, we come and we surrender. God, we come and, and, and we ask for forgiveness. We ask for renewal. We ask that you would set us aside Not because we're special, but because you are special. God, I just ask that you would speak over all of us, our sonship and daughter concepts of who we are because you are our king. You are our father. In Jesus' name, amen. There are some of you that came to Echo Church, some of you that are watching online today and you don't have a relationship with God. And at Echo Church, we are dedicated to invite people that have never surrendered their life to God to surrender the life to God, to follow Jesus. And today I wanna invite us, Echo Church, as you stand, would everybody stand up please in the room. Would you just pray this prayer? We just understand that there are some that are praying for the very first time, saying, God, I can't do this on my own, but I need you to help me. So that starts with surrender. Let's pray. Jesus, I surrender. I have more questions than answers, but I choose to follow you anyway. I acknowledge that you lived, you died, and you rose again, all with us in mind. I accept the rescue you offer. Save me and lead me in Jesus' name and his authority. And everybody said?
5: Are you hurting and broken within? Overwhelmed by the way of your sin? Jesus is calling sing it again Are you hurting and broken within overwhelmed by the weight of your sin? Jesus is calling Have you come to the end of yourself?
6: Thank you for today. Thank you for our time together. God, thank you that you are moving and doing big things. Help us to appreciate and celebrate every victory, every big, every small, so that we can trust you even more, that we can see you move in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Echo, we are so glad that you joined us. Now, when you think about the message today, I really took out of the idea, took out the idea of what if we celebrated, actually celebrated, figured out a way to maybe even keep record of all of the victories we've seen. What if we saw a list at the end of the month or the end of the year and just saw the things that God did, saw these victories, and were reminded that God is always working? We might not see it, but God is always working. Because of God working, we are seeing incredible things at Echo Church. One is we're just launching our new table communities. This is an opportunity for you to be Uh, You can be in person, in a smaller group, or there's also small groups, also table communities, that are on Zoom. We want to be sensitive to people for where they're at, where their health's at, how they feel about everything. We totally understand, if that's you right now, at home, we want to be supportive of you. God has called us to be a part of community. Now, it doesn't always mean that we get to be shoulder to shoulder, but it does mean that we're supposed to walk through life together. Now, one other thing that God is doing is God is doing big things through your generosity. We are continuing to see God move in huge ways. One way is that we are helping to plant over 30 churches during this season and it's because of your faithfulness. Now we encourage you every week at Echo if you're able and have the means, please give, please be generous. If you're on the other side of that and you have a need, please don't hesitate to reach out so we can walk with you. At Echo you can give two ways. You can text or you can go to our website. And we're so grateful that you do. Now as a a last thought here, make sure that in the world we live in today, that you're being kind, that you're being awesome like you always are, Echo. We love you.